This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome, everybody, to the I'm Fat Podcast. Uh, uh, snacks are uh, best saved for later. With Jay Zawoski. That man ate all our shrimp and two plastic lobsters. And Rick Camp. Out the mist came a beast more stomach than man. Welcome into another edition of the I'm Fat Podcast, brought to you by Team Hochberg, Mazda of Orland Park, Marichka's in Crest Hill, and Dr. Squatch. I am Rick Camp alongside fellow fat Jay Zawoski. Jay, there's so much going on this week. This is crazy. (laughs) I mean, we're down to the flabby four in March fatness. A newspaper actually decided that we were worth writing about (laughs) and not even just writing about. They put a picture of us in there, which is crazy. I mean, that had to take up a lot of space, just, you know, logically. (laughs) How not to Uh, sell papers. (laughs) there's a lot to get into with that especially the picture because it's it's a great picture uh relatively of us so we got all that to go over we got a taste test we've got all our normal stuff so yeah we got to get right to this thank you for tuning in if you are checking us out because of the daily Southtown article thank you welcome to the i'm fat podcast this show will be very representative of what me and rick do every week so if you Facts. enjoy it make sure you subscribe rate review and the best thing you can do is tell a bunch of your friends about the podcast i think you'll really enjoy it we have a lot of fun every week so thank you for checking us out if it's your first time you can email us i'm fat at gmail.com we're on twitter Instagram and Facebook at I'm Fat Pod. You can check out our I'm Fat Podcast fans group, which is really awesome on Facebook. We've got a current T Public sale running through tonight. This is Sunday night, so it's over at 11 p.m. Central. But if you want to get some I'm Fat Podcast swag, check out the link in our social media bios. There's a link tree link there that will take you to our T Public shop. The direct link that's important. You've got to use our link or else we don't get the benefit. And we want the benefit. That's the whole point. With that, Rick, I had a taste test this week, and I've been searching for something to mm-hmm. get me back to Taco Bell. Okay? I've been okay. frustrated with the cancellations like a lot of people have, right? There's been a lot of menu item favorites that have been cut out, that have been left off for whatever reason. I know there's some things coming back, but for the most part, people are kind of still a little peeved about it. So I saw the commercial for the Taco Bell quesalupa. Mm-hmm. And have you seen the commercial? I have. It's definitely intriguing. And if I had a competent Taco Bell by me, I would go to it. Is that a thing? Is, there, is a competent Taco Bell an actual thing? I don't know. So here's the thing. The commercial is false advertising. Okay. They show you the quesalupa cut in half. And then the person's pulling the cheese as if it's like the mozzarella from a deep dish pizza. It's not like that at all. I, for one, I'm shocked. 
It's more of the <laughs> baked cheese because I think there's okay. a cheddar element to it. But I have to say, despite the false advertising, the quesalupa has skyrocketed to the top of my Taco Bell menu items. It's really re- it was really good. The um, the shell with the extra shell on it added a nice little uh, textural element to it. It comes supreme. And as you know, I don't like sour cream, so I got no sour cream on it. But it was mm-hmm. delicious. I really, really enjoyed it. And I, I, I believe this is just a temporary menu item. But I have to say, as far as current Taco Bell items go, the quesalupa might be the king of the hill right now. Wow. Yeah, I loved it, man. It was really good. That's awesome. I'm actually going to have to like go out of my way now to go to ta- to find a better Taco Bell than the one by me. Yeah, and, to do that. And I don't, I'm not look, I'm not saying it's the second coming. It's it's not like one of the best food items you'll ever eat, but in terms of what you look for at the ta- at Taco Bell is texture, amount of ingredients, etc. It 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 does the job. I think two or three quesalupas would be a filling meal for most people. Okay. Yeah. I, I was I was very, very pleased with it. So I would still love to welcome the double decker back. That was always my favorite. And mm-hmm. if it ever does come back, that will replace uh the quesalupa. And I still think the Mexican pizza is better too, but those are not available now. So the quesalupa is my current champ at Taco Bell. So, you know, again, I want to set expectations. It's not a killer game changer kind of a thing, but in terms of the current menu items, to me it's the best thing they've got to offer. That's exciting because I've been like, you know me that once I get set on something in a place, that's pretty much what I get. Yes. So I've been on the cheesy gordita crunch for pretty much ever. And I'm excited to actually have something different that's worth trying that gets that positive of a review. So, you know, somewhat there's some similar elements. So I don't see why I would not thoroughly enjoy it as well. Yeah, I think you'll like it. I think just knowing our audience I think most of our audience will enjoy it. So I had an experience with a uh, with a chain Mexican place as well that had got, got me excited. I went to shockingly enough, I went to Qdoba yesterday because I had a hankering for fake Mexican food, <laughs> and as, as we do from time to time. Yes. So, uh, so I ordered ahead so I could just you know walk in, walk out, all that stuff, and. The way they have it is like each item has a sticker on it. Mm-hmm. And I posted this to uh, to my Twitter account at Rixie Camp. And it's a picture of the, uh, I got the three cheese nachos. And it, the sticker on there just says tortilla printer. And then my name on it and what the item is. Because obviously it printed, the label printed at the printer that is apparently near where their tortillas are. However... This got me excited because I was like, oh, my God, how awesome would a tortilla <laughs> printer be where you just like hit however many you want. You punch in a number, hit start, and you just get tortillas. And I assume there's like a switch where you can go from flour to corn, oh, too. Man. You're that w- something oh, here. Oh, that would be amazing. Have you ever been to Uncle Julio's Hacienda? I have. Speaking of fake, overly priced Mexican food. Um, they have the at least the Orland Park location has the tortilla press in the middle of the restaurant so you can go and watch them make tortillas fresh it's great when you have kids there 
because they can go and occupy themselves. And and the people making the tortillas will usually just give them a handful of the dough that they can just knead and play with at the table. But it's really cool to watch that process. It is sort of like a tortilla printer. Kind of. You know, yeah. Yeah, it kind of is. But if we could find a way to, you know, like when you go to Costco or whatever to get a birthday cake, they can put your face on there. Right. Can we find a way to print our logo on tortillas? <laughs> can T-Public sell tortillas with the I'm Fat Pie? Maybe we could do because I used to have this toaster that would burn the Blackhawks logo into the toast. Mm-hmm. Maybe Rick. Rick, this might be our thing. And I'm Fat Podcast Tortilla Press. Or a toaster oh. where we put our logo in the toaster or the press and people burn our logo onto their food. <laughs> well, that's like um the the one of the burger places that I've talked about on the podcast, Bumper to Burger, they they burn their logo into the top of the bun. Yes. I like the, is it brand it's probably a branding, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I would cool. assume at least. Or we could just brand our listeners. Yeah, I don't see why not. <laughs> I mean, fraternities do it. I mean, we're Let's be honest. We we resemble cattle more than most. Yeah, so, just, I mean, just, it's a little more on par. Just rub some, you know, some pudding on there Careful. and that will help the just rub some <laughs> some pudding or a little snack pack. The chocolate and vanilla ones I, t- I seem to do the best with the brandings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got the we got the multiple option logos of the burger or the donut. I think I think branding our listeners is the next step in wacky radio bits for the podcast. I think we could do that. I think Rush Schneider, our guy, would would volunteer to be branded. You know, there is like I have no like tattoos are cool. Do your thing. When I man, when I see people that no. get branded, I'm like no. I don't judge them at all. But I'm like, why? No, that's like that too just, much. Just yeah, like that just seems like that would hurt so bad. Understatement of the year. Yes, but like <laughs> you're getting branded <laughs> doesn't feel great. All right, so someone listening has to be branded. And someone listening has to be branded and tattooed. If you fit that mold, email us. I'm fatpod at gmail.com and tell us what was worse. I can't imagine anything worse short of like being burned at the stake or drowned or something like that yeah. than being branded. That has to be. And not to mention the person branding you is probably not a professional. <laughs> right. right. Facts. Some it's a junior or a senior who just happens to have the hot poker in one hand and a beer cup in the other. I would imagine that would be way worse than getting because I, I don't have a tattoo yet. I think I'm going to get okay. one. We're, we're all talking about going as a group of friends after the pandemic to sort of mm-hmm. uh, commemorate this whole thing somehow. Yeah. It's like, screw it. Let's, you know, let's get tattoos. And I've got an idea. Um, it's kind of uh, morbid, but I'll, I'll uh, screw it. I'll share it there. If I'd WandaVision. Mm-hmm. People have been watching WandaVision and, and Hope and I just finished it. And this is not a spoiler, so don't worry. Um, as a lot of people know, I lost my sister a few years ago to uh, epilepsy. She had a seizure and it was bad and she passed away at 36. And I've been trying to find a way to commemorate that. And there's Vision, who's the, the other character in Wanda Vision, Vision says, what is grief but love persevering? Isn't that like an awesome line? Wow. I know. So I got to find a way to have that in a tattoo form. But I think that's what yeah, it's going to be. Like, like find the right font that you would want. Yeah. That or in even like, just, you know, dot, 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 love persevering, something like that. But uh, that line, like he said that and I was like, holy crap, because yeah. it, it really struck me. So anyway, not to get too serious, but um, 
I do want to know what's worse being branded or tattooed. Yeah, because like I, I've got a tattoo and it didn't hurt. Like it was it basically felt like if you opened up a paper clip and just like kind of scraped it across your arm. That's really what it felt like. Just for a long time. Yeah, just for a long time. But like, there's no, there's known, no to minimal pain involved. However, I also was smart and got it on like a meaty part of my body on my arm, as opposed to like people that get them on their feet or their ribs or something like that, where I could only assume that's got a significant amount, a higher level of pain just because there's, there's not as much flesh. Mm, Ribs. (laughs) I got this great story. My friend, Aaron, when we were in college, we went she went to get a tattoo and i went with her and she was so dramatic like acting like she's being tortured right so the guy's like the guy tattooing her is like dude chill out it's not that bad she she goes you don't know how this feels and the guy uh, just looks at his arms <laughs> which are bum, fully bum, I think he knows how it feels, Aaron. <laughs> he's yeah. Got, he's got an entire dragon on his body. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got felt, tattoos, too. He's Exactly. <laughs> he's felt the pain. Oh, well, look at when you get your tattoo and your skin is bothering you and painful, you're going to want to moisturize that skin. And what better to do it with than Dr. Squatch natural soap? That's the sort of segues you get on the I'm Fat podcast, by the way. Just classics like that. Dr. Squatch made their hay with their bar soaps. They're amazing. I've got four in my shower all the time, so I can just rotate whatever I'm in the mood for. Do I want exfoliating? Do I want moisturizing? Do I want both? Do I want earthy? Do I want sweet? Whatever I'm going for, Dr. Squatch has my back, but it's not just a soap. Toothpaste, deodorant, conditioner, shampoo, beard oil. If it goes on your skin, if it's natural, and if it smells good, Dr. Squatch has it. Go to drsquatch.com. Check out everything they have to offer. When you're ready to check out, enter the promo code IMFAT20. You'll save 20% on your order while helping the podcast at the same time. My favorites, the Cool Fresh Aloe, the Cold Brew Cleanse, and pro tip, you're going to invest in premium soap, and that's what Dr. Squatch is. The one-time purchase of a soap saver is going to make those soaps last two, maybe three times longer than they would just sitting on the ledge of your shower, just taking on water and and melting away. Get that soap saver. It will protect your investment. Drsquatch.com, promo code IMFAT20. All right, Rick, last night. um, Well, hold on. I have one question off your Dr. Squatch. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Read there. Um, Is the hay that they made from the same straw store that you went to? Yes okay yes uh if you don't know what rick is referencing if you read the Southtown article i forgot that i had the phone interview so the phone rings i'm pulling off the bishop ford to go to my beloved uh, mcdonald's and pullman because it's just a block off the highway real easy nary a line there ever uh so i'm pulling into mcdonald's and my phone rings i'm like oh I got to do this interview and I'm in the drive-thru. Could I be more on brand? So at first, <laughs> so at first I mute. I'm, I'm like, can you hold on a second, Bill? I got to, I got to, I got to, I'm, I'm distracted. I, I don't remember what I said. Put him on mute. Like, all right, I ordered the, this is when I tried the McDonald's chicken sandwich. Ordered it. All right. Oh, sorry about that. Anyway, what were you asking me? Blah, blah, blah. Pull up to the thing, take my food. I'm like, thank you. You know, you got to whisper to the, mm-hmm. <laughs> to the, uh, 
the cashier. I'm like, oh, I need a straw. I'm like, damn it, I just blew it. And he goes, are you in a drive through <laughs> yes i'm in a drive-thru <laughs> but rick but, yeah by the way i'm also an idiot because i was convinced in my head we had that conversation on the podcast today and not before the podcast so i'm like oh i'm calling back to what we <laughs> talked about before no i'm just your garden variety moron well yeah that's true well, uh always true also you'll learn that as you listen to the podcast as well both of us garden variety morons um but yeah so that's that's quite on brand that was uh that happened in the uh in the drive-thru, my interview about being fat. It's funny. I got a text from my family yesterday because I didn't know it was a front page thing. I thought it was just a little article in the South Town. Like, mm-hmm. local man is fat. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like what else is new? Um, and then my cousin sent me a picture. My cousin, Gary. Like, is that the front page of the South Town? It's like, yeah, it's, a, it's the front main page. Like, well, that's dumb. That's just a waste waste of There's literally nothing going on in the South Burbs. No, I guess not. Everything's fine. Here's two fat guys. Congratulations. Anyway, so yesterday, uh, had a couple people over, fully vaxxed. I got our our vaxxed group of friends. Our little bubble is reunited, and we were out of beer. So I went to, I've talked about Rabid Brewing before. Mm -hmm. Uh, My friends Ray and Tobias own it in Homewood, and this is not an ad. This is just a true endorsement because I love it. Uh, They have created their own hard seltzers but oh my god they're all natural they're called fey propaganda they've got a cherry lime and a strawberry tangerine oh okay. my god the, the the beauty thing about seltzers is it's not it doesn't fill you up right like it's you're not like mm-hmm. oh i've been uh, i'm so i'm so full from uh from beer or whatever that's the benefit of the of the uh seltzer Mm-hmm. These ones from rabbits are from rabbit are the same way and they're natural. Like they use actual fruit. So the, the seltzer has a color to it. It has an orange or a redness to it. Rick, I'm telling you, if you try one of these, I don't know if you're a white claw guy or not. Yeah. These are absolutely amazing. You'll never have a better seltzer in your life. Uh, rabbit brewing is in Homewood. Check them out. Rabbitbrewing.com. Uh, or just go visit them. They're on Brett's Drive, right behind the uh, the Target or behind the Home Depot in Homewood, on Halstead. It is the best seltzer I've ever had, and maybe like one of the best alcoholic drinks I've ever had. Five and a half percent alcohol. They come in sixteen ounce cans. Okay. It gets the job done too, Rick. That's the important part because <laughs> maybe I was somewhere last night mm-hmm. in like my you know like my version of the. Uh, of the pandemic group of friends that just kind of like agreed to, okay, we're the only ones we're going to see here to keep everybody safe. Mm -hmm. Was Marty there? uh, It was at Marty's place. (laughs) Yep. And uh, because getting him to leave his house is damn near impossible. So (laughs) that's, uh, (laughs) that's a whole other thing. But uh, yeah, so there was a lot, there was, there was a lot of drinking to be had and, well, I'll, I'll I'll leave it at this. For one thing, we were drinking Natter Days, so it was classy. Uh, but had to have so many of them to get the job done <laughs> that <laughs> that this morning also turned into the. And I I I texted you this before the uh, podcast. Like, well, this turned into a trip to Walgreens for Gatorade and toilet paper morning. Oh yeah, one of those. But, yeah, because like I'm like okay, I st- I you know I stumble out of bed and i go into the bathroom and i'm like we're out of toilet paper that's not great so <laughs> i had to like 
find my jeans and like at least thankfully i was able to wear the zip up and like throw on the mask and like mildly make myself look less disheveled and uh and to go into walgreens and the guy totally knew what was going on but he was just like have a better morning sir (laughs) (laughs) were you like will ferrell where you wiped your ass with the uh the bath mat no No. thankfully i noticed before the process started Ah, so i was able yeah so i was able to uh i was able to hold off until i had the proper equipment so you said the guy in walgreens (laughs) knew what was going on were you doing the clench in walgreens no i was i was no i was not but it's a sunday morning and i went in for electrolytes and toilet paper what else could i be doing that gives it away you're right about that yeah Oh and the, and I just stayed out way later than I normally do for being you know for being an old man now I turned grand thirty five in a little under a month and uh, yeah the whole staying out till like three thirty four in the morning Whoa. not smart oh my yeah. god nice good for you yeah we had our friends were over till twelve thirty last night and I'm like you know it's been a long time since we've done this but at like eleven forty five I'm like all right yep <laughs> let's, let's wrap it up old well, man James yeah. to go to bed. Well, right, and then it makes sense that they didn't leave till twelve thirty because everybody has to do the Midwest goodbye. Uh yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was it was really good to have friends over again, though. It was yes. great. It was just a wonderful night, and it felt normal. And we're getting there, man. I know there's like surges happening, but the vaccines are happening fast too. So hopefully, mm-hmm. the vaccines catch up with the surge or lap the surge or whatever. I saw Fauci said today, like in a couple months, things are going to look pretty good. I think he said that today. So that's really good. Speaking of good, should we do our Rick? Like a month ago, I bought I bought these for us Mm -hmm. uh, at Walgreens. Uh, Speaking of Walgreens. And I'm like, this looks like something me and Rick would like. We're going to do a taste test on the show. And this is full ASMR uh, crunchy right into the mic. We got to do all that stuff. I'm holding in my hand, my fat, chubby little hand here. Pringles Scorchin Barbecue flavored chips. Let's do the pop. Oh, yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Right, now, the look of... Ooh, that was a good pop. I like that. Yeah. The look of these looks like it's got the Flamin' Hot seasoning on them. Looks like a regular Pringle with Flamin' Hot seasoning. All right, well, here we go. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Barbecue Pringle taste up front. Yes. Where, where there, there it goes. Ooh, yeah. I like it's a that. Little t- it's a little delay, yeah, and it's not too much either. So far, it's not too much on the heat. So far, yeah. yeah so far, with one chip, not bad. No, I'm a fan of that. Looking at yeah, the ingredients good. here, let's see how far down the line potatoes come in. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I still don't see it. I'm trying to find out where the heat's coming. No, from. first, first ingredient: dried potato. Oh yeah, okay, fine, whatever. Then vegetable oil, high oleic soybean oh delicious i love high or sunflower oil. <laughs> i love the and or as an ingredient whatever was laying go. around eh. degerminated yellow corn flour mm. corn starch rice flour mono oh jesus mono and di- oh mono and diglycerides okay that wasn't as bad as it looked i just uh i'm not seeing where that's like, what she said what kind of pepper oh paprika there you go that makes sense oh all right that does make sense. I'm a yeah, fan of I that. paprika. Those are very snackable. If you like a little heat on your chip, mm-hmm. Pringles Scorchin' Barbecue, very, very good. Not bad. Yeah, Rick likes them. All right, while well, Rick's eating, 
Um, I want to tell you about our newest sponsor, which is very strange for me to say, since they were with me on my Madhouse podcast for six years, Marishka's in Crest Hill. They're family-owned and operated since 1933. If you've never been to Marishka's, I'm sure you've heard of it. The poor boy. That's what put Marishka's on the map. It is the best poor boy you will ever have. And it is floating in garlic butter. When I say floating, when they bring you the plate, if you just nudge your sandwich, it'll kind of like, it'll move like the boat in the Suez Canal. (laughs) (laughs) It'll move like not enough to make a difference. Man, that poor boy at Marishka's is killer, but it's not just a poor boy. If that's not your thing, steaks, chops, seafood. I'm going to say it, Rick. Even the salads are good. Bring your friends. How would you know? I've had one. I had like the side salad because Marishka's like an old school kind of a place where you get the table bread and you get the side salad to start. Like you get a meal at Marishka. So go with some friends. Take them. You'll go back again and again. They're located again, 604 Theater Street in Crest Hill. Go to marishkas.com or visit facebook.com slash marishkas. That's M-E-R-I-C-H-K-A-S. They're closed only on Christmas, Easter, the 4th of July, and Thanksgiving. So go tell them the I'm Fat Podcast sent you. Say hi to Joe and his family out there at Marishkas. You will love it. That is a guarantee. Well, speaking of Thanksgiving, we still have to get to March Fatness. But before we do that, there was something that... Everybody sent you because it's something you would probably like much more than I would. <laughs> and it is this Pepsi and Peeps collaboration. Mm-hmm. It's like, what's something nobody asked for <laughs> that we can give them? Pepsi and Peeps. Yes. Yeah, that's that's that is accurate. And I am a fan like I had in my March Fatness bracket, Marshmallow Anything. Bring it on. I love it. And I think this is just going to be basically a vanilla pepsi right yeah probably yeah they're just gonna say it's marshmallow flavored or marshmallow inspired whatever i'll try it i'm da- like i'll try anything mm-hmm. you know w- i mean within reason i think there's some right like really exotic foods like i don't like food that's looking at me that's one of my <laughs> like the <laughs> like you go to the marisco's places and they have like the fish with the heads on it that yeah. I, I struggle with that right that's kind of a a line for me but I'll try like any sort of weird like flavor combination. I'll try it. And I would imagine it's pretty good. I just I don't know if it's something I would seek out. And I think if I understand correctly, this will not be available in stores. It's like one of those they'll send it to influencers and stuff like that. So maybe we need to be a little more in Pepsi's ear about this so we can get a six pack or something because I would like to taste it. I'd like to try yeah. it Yeah, just to have an opinion on it because it's intriguing. I think that the. the it will be. I guarantee you, it will taste very much like vanilla Pepsi or like a cream soda Pepsi, something yeah. like that. I think that that's probably what what it will taste like. Which to me, hey, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, I worry it'll almost be like, you know how one thing that can really suck with like cream soda is like when it's too sugary. Yeah, that's what I worry about this because they're like, well, what's Peeps? And then, like, try, trying to be more authentic to how peeps are different than vanilla, but it actually makes it a worse product. Yeah. I, That's what I worry about. Look, I think if they thought that marshmallow Pepsi was a good idea, they would have done it by now. True. <laughs> you know, it's been how many hundreds of years since Pepsi's been in business or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, I, I like the idea. It's, you know, the, the reason things like this are done is so people like us will talk about it. Yeah. That's the whole point. So, but I'll try it. By the way, Joe from Marishka's told me a while back that Pepsi Max is like is really really good 
I think it's actually changed its name to Pepsi Zero Sugar or something similar to that. Okay. And I finally tried one, and he's right. That is really good. So I might need to get some of that for my office. Hope can't drink Pepsi because of the whatever their sweetener is, their artificial sweetener on the diet drinks. It gives her a massive headache. So we don't huh. really have Pepsi in our house, but I like it. I per- I kind of prefer canned. I prefer Coke in a fountain. I prefer Pepsi in a bottle or can. I don't know if that's <laughs> thank you. Uh, I don't know if that's weird or not, but <laughs> that's just how I am. So I'm gonna try to find some of that stuff in mass because I, I only saw it like in an individual 12 ounce bottle, but it was good. If you've never tried, interesting. Um, if I see it, I'll give it a spin. Yeah, I'm still just like Coke over Pepsi in pretty much every context. One other thing that we all love in any context, the March Fatness bracket. Yes. So we are finally at the Flabby Four. And thank you to everybody who has voted. The voting numbers have been awesome. Yeah, really. So thank you to everybody for participating and spreading the word because this has been a huge success this year so far. So since this just ended, you know, at the end of the work week, and maybe people have been doing other stuff and haven't been able to keep an eye on it. Here are the results of the Elite Eight ATE matchups that have given us the Flabby Four. Can't get sued that way. ATE. Yeah. <laughs> Can't get sued. <laughs> Facts. So in the Rick Camp region, air conditioning has just steamrolled oh. its way through that region. I think this was the lowest percent of vote air conditioning got, and it's 88.9%. Oh, and that's the two seed over the 12 seed relaxed fit which it had a really good run and a strong run so far and then just gets curb stomped by air conditioning <laughs> that's what happens as, as the as the cinderella teams get towards the end and get up against the juggernauts that things get out of hand quick i think I, i've said it all week on twitter ac is going to run away with this entire thing i have a thought on that uh all when right. we get done recapping so in the bill oakley region the three seed eating the entire ice cream pint won with 58.7% of the vote over sweatpants 365. So wearing sweatpants all year round, which I agree with partially because, and I forget who first mentioned this, whether it was, uh, whether it was one of us on the pod or if it was someone on Twitter, that that's a normie thing that I think got pushed because if it was true facts, it's probably more athletic shorts because we're warmer beings by nature. So the sweatpants, being able to wear those in the summer is not good. Well, Too hot. Like we say in the Southtown article and all the times on the, all the time on the podcast, fat is not a body size. Fat's a mindset. And Bill Oakley, longtime Simpsons writer who contributed to our March fatness bracket, is not a fat guy. He no. is a fat culture enthusiast though so you mm-hmm. might be right like i can't wear sweats every day because they're they are too hot too often um so yeah i, I like where you're at i think you're i think your take on that is accurate in the jay zawaski region the two seed thanksgiving dinner has had an impressive performance 66.9 percent of the vote and it beat the 12 seed aisle seat on a plane so the thanksgiving dinner the two seed had a really like outside of you know the, the just what air conditioning's done in any other year what Thanksgiving dinner has done would be wor- would be very noteworthy because it's been impressive. Well, that's another twelve that went that went deep too with aisle seat on an airplane. Yeah. That's two years in a row that one's had a good run. And in the fast food menu items region, 
the biggest upset yes. in quite a while. I, I, I don't know. And it was a very, very close vote. 645 votes in this, which is cool. The 11 seed, the Culver's Butterburger, with 51.9% of the vote, defeats the one seed Popeye's Chicken Sandwich. That is, if it's less surprising now with some of the reaction that we've gotten to it because there are a decent amount of people out there that just don't think the Popeye's Chicken Sandwich is as good as we do. I think part of it is inconsistency. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that sometimes I just think Popeye's operates this way because they have to. You can't make fried chicken to order. That's impossible. Right. So, so if you get a fresh Popeye's chicken sandwich, which I would say I probably had half a dozen in my life. And I would say probably two of them were fresh, fresh, fresh. And when that happens, there's no contest. They are absolutely perfect. But if they sit for a while, they lose a little bit of the crispiness. You know, mm-hmm. they, 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 the condensation takes effect a little bit and it's not quite as good. So I could see that. But still, like, I love the butter burger, but I don't think that that's the be all end all of burgers. But apparently, <laughs> apparently the I'm Fat podcast audience does. And hey, man, I, I couldn't believe it. And I kept tweeting, this is going to happen. This upset's going to happen. Yeah. Hoping that more exposure would make the vote like normalize. And I guess it did. I guess people, it's it's done. The game has been played. People prefer the butter burger. I'll, I'll have to so, try them both today and just double check. Yeah, you know, yeah. twist our arms. Right. And we can write it off because it's for the podcast, right? <laughs> exactly. So your flabby four matchups are going to be air conditioning against eating the entire pint of ice cream and Thanksgiving dinner against the Culver's butter burger. I These am, are yeah. titanic matchups. Well, we've got, I think we are destined for an air conditioning versus Thanksgiving dinner mm-hmm. final. And as I'm thinking about this, I don't want to, I don't want to jump the gun. I don't want to sure. say things that I don't want to, you know, but which would I sacrifice? And to me, I could not give up air conditioning under any circumstance. Agreed. So that might be, that could be our champion. We'll see. It will join bacon, pizza, and Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid in the Onion Ring of Honor. And if it wins, really, if if any of these win, it really provides great context to, like, the Onion Ring of Honor is quickly turning into a fativity scene. <laughs> yes. Where you have Andy Reid in an air-conditioned room wearing his Hawaiian shirts, because even though that's a nasty stereotype of fat people, Andy Reid goes right into it full bore. Oh, full bore. He's probably eating that, too. And he has and he has pizza and bacon to eat. Like, th- if that doesn't sound like a fativity scene, I don't know what does. I'm trying to think. We could make a T-shirt of this, right? And remember the old Memorex ad where it's like the guy with his hair being blown back by the sound? Yes. We could have an air conditioner shooting air on Andy Reid while he's eating pizza and bacon. Yeah. Designer friends, assemble. <laughs> <laughs> now, mind you, it we this still has to play out. Oh, yeah, of course. So of course. if it gets upset, cool, awesome. Like any of these could work in the fativity scene. Any of them could. So let's see how let's, you know, let's see how it plays out. And then we can add to it and go where we need to go but at least from the performance to this point it sure seems like now that i work on a betting show like it really it's like 
the air conditioning would be the odds on favorite at this point. Definitely. It's going to be a hell of a matchup. So make sure you're following us on Twitter at I'm Fat Pod to vote. And March Fatness is brought to you by our friend Charlie the Bacon Guy based out of Woodridge, Illinois. He sells bacon and bacon jams. You heard that right. Bacon jams. The bacon is always a nitrate free product. It's all natural. Applewood hickory smoked thick sliced bacon. They get their pork from Catalpa Farms in Dwight, Illinois. If you want to order some bacon from Charlie, as so many of our listeners have done, and thank you all for helping Charlie out. Charlie signed on to this to get some exposure, and you guys have come through for Charlie. Keep that up, and it doesn't need to stop with March Fatness. That's for sure. Send him a DM on Instagram at Charlie the Bacon Guy. Email him Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. And he just joined Twitter at CZ the Bacon Guy. CZ the Bacon Guy. All you can order through his direct messages or that email again, Charlie the Bacon Guy at gmail.com. The bacon is all thick cut, sold by the pound, maple pepper, barbecue rub, rosemary pepper, garlic. That's my favorite. And the honey chipotle, but he's always coming up with new flavors. I know he just uh, got some back bacon this week for the first time. And the bacon jams come in original and bourbon jam. And in stock now are the habanero and the honey chipotle. Shipping anywhere in the lower 48 is a flat fee of $15. If you live in the burbs, he can deliver personally. So hit him up, charliethebaconguy at gmail.com, charliethebaconguy on Instagram, or at czthebaconguy on Twitter. Charlie, thank you so much for partnering with us here during March Fatness, our audience is fatter and better for knowing you. There's no doubt about it. Now, apparently, this is a big day for the fat phone, so I don't think we should waste any time and we should get right to it. Bless me, Father, for I've sinned. It's been one week since my last confession. Okay, my son. What is your confession? I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> Every time. <laughs> If you want to leave a a fat fashion or tell us a story on the fat phone, 708-858-3314. 708-858-3314. To the fat phone we go. Hey, fellow fats. This is another Jay from Northern Illinois. I was in Kentucky this last week with my family, and there was a Waffle House at our hotel. Of course, it's one of my favorite places down south and we're staying with a couple of their families and the families are like we'll meet you at the hotel breakfast in the morning and i'm like i really don't want to eat there i want to eat at waffle house so i did what any good fat would do ate at waffle house the night before and let me tell you the breakfast they had at the hotel was awful Uh, another thing zaxby's chicken sandwich is the real deal I wish they had them up here in Illinois, but they don't. I think it's better than Popeye's. I think it's better than Chick-fil-A. Also, why do people say, I need to take a crap? I need to take a dump. Where are you taking it? Are you packing a suitcase with you? You don't take a crap anywhere. You leave it. And finally, after 21 years, Jay, I still can't figure out how you trade Doug Gilmore <laughs> and J.P. Dumont for Michael Grosick. Have a good one. If only the Madhouse podcast had existed 20 years ago. All right. There's a lot there. The, the, Seriously. The Waffle House thing. Yes. Always go to Waffle House if it's close yeah. to your hotel. I mean, look, if it's within a couple miles of your hotel, don't get the crap ass continental breakfast. Go to Waffle House. My God. The best. I love. Oh, if I could bring one franchise to Chicago, it would be Waffle House. There's no doubt about it. The Zaxby's chicken sandwich. I've not tried. I would look forward to trying it someday. 
And yes, uh, taking a crap does not make sense scientifically. Leaving a crap, that should be the terminology. I think I'm trying to remember it's where was it shown? Yeah, my favorite breakfast that I had in the time I've been in the South, Shoney's, was really, really good. It was a buffet-style breakfast, which, you know, may not be that kosher right now, but fantastic. Like, everything that I grabbed off of their buffet was really, really good. It was fresh, and that's... I, I've been to Waffle House... And Waffle House is really good, and it's an institution. However, I was sober, so it may not have been as good as most people remember it. But Shoney's was the truth. We used to go there so. all the time on road trips. That was like my parents' go-to. Anytime we drove somewhere, That I, I swear to God, it was, it all, I liked it, but it almost got to the point of annoying. Like, we can try something else. We don't yeah. have to go to Shoney's every state we pass. But, uh, yes, yeah, Shoney's is great. That's a good one, for sure. Hey, Fats, this is Kevin from Indiana. I uh, wanted to give you guys a quick review of the new Portillo spicy chicken sandwich. So after I saw it on Twitter, I had to stop by. First off, it's a $5.98 sandwich coming as is. Very good, tender, crispy chicken. Um, I, I dissected the sandwich, found out it had very little of that spicy jardinera mayo sauce and i was kind of expecting a little bit more but um when i reconstructed the sandwich with the lettuce and tomato that it came with i dug into the sandwich within two or three bites you could definitely taste the kick um so i guess it doesn't need additional sauce but i say why not add if i were to order it again i would add a little extra sauce on the side to dip some french fries or onion rings or both and uh, definitely order with a slice of cheese. But all in all, killer sandwich. I would definitely order again. Love your podcast and take care, fellas. Bye bye. I'm in. I will yeah. try it. It is not at my uh, Portillo's. It's 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 at the one. In, the closest one to me is the one in Crestwood. So I'm gonna have to make a. Sp- when I go visit my mom this week, I'll I'll stop in and get one. I I have to try it. Yeah, I'm excited to get to try it. I don't know. Is there like a list of which ones have it and which ones don't? Yeah, I don't I don't have it in front of me, but yeah, there it is like a trial period sort of a thing. But here's what I know. Portillo's doesn't really do much wrong. I mean, maybe some days your service is a little slower or whatever, but that's because mm-hmm. of demand. But food wise, you know every time you're going to Portillo's it's gonna be good. Uh right. so I have no doubt that their chicken sandwich is excellent too. Bonjour, gentlemen. It's Government Fromage calling with a follow-up on our cheese conversation from last week uh, regarding the Culver's cheese curds. Give me a moment. Let me clear my throat. (coughs) Thank you. Oh, that's better. So, um, as it was, uh, you can get a regular cheese curds for $4.19, a large cheese curds for $6.39, or the family size for $8.69. And I believe Rick asked, would it be possible to get the family-sized cheese curds as a meal? And uh, Rick, as a person who has done that before, <laughs> yes. Yes, you can. Uh, along with as many side cups of ranch or marinara as you want, uh, which I believe just enhances the experience. So, uh, yes, to answer all your questions, uh, and the, the family-sized cheese curds come in, one of their containers that they would put in uh, 
like the I believe the sandwiches, the, but the larger sandwiches, not the little boxes they put the butter burgers in. I mean, it is a good size uh, container of cheese curds. And so, nice. can you? Yes. Should you? Absolutely. Will you? Most definitely. <laughs> So, all right. Well, and hey, uh, it's good to also find out that after all these years, all I had to do was clear my throat to get rid of the accent. So I believe this is now canon as well. All right, Jen, have a great day. Bye. Yeah, boy, that's a hell of a voice to turn into that kind of accent. Like, that's gonna hurt. Yeah, the government fromage accent was uh, always good. We heard him break mm-hmm. character a little bit last week, and this time he's like, you know, it's great. I'm just gonna talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if you missed our last two episodes, we talked about this, the family size cheese curds. So here's how it works. The family size is three orders of regular cheese curds. The large is two orders of regular and one. Uh, so that, there you go. So if you're wondering, wow, how many curds come in uh, family size? It's three orders, three regular <laughs> orders of curds, a lot, which is I guess that's enough. I guess it's kind of a lot. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. I mean, having seen pictures of it now, yeah, that seems like a lot. I mean, maybe not quite as much if you're considering it your entire meal, but if you're considering it, you know, like just compared to what the normal side is, yeah, it's a decent amount. Yeah, I'll get to. Hi, this is Mike from Munster calling in with a fat professional. When I was in college, Fridays and Saturday nights, there would be food vendors located throughout the WIU Macomb Square when the bars closed down. Outside the pace was a hot dog cart, and one Saturday night after feeling pretty good, as a 22-year-old does, after spending seven hours at the bar, I ordered four hot dogs for my walk home. As I kept walking towards my apartment, I was still haunted by the hunger of Galactus after scarfing down the hot dogs. I proceeded to stop at the pizza truck where they had $5 medium Domino's pizzas, and smashed down the entire pizza by the time I got home. You would think that I'd be satiated by eating all of that, but you'd be wrong. Still hungering, I walked another eight blocks to Hardee's and ordered two giant roast beefs, a hot ham and cheese, and two large curly fries. I've had huge food binges in the past, but my drunken three-stop food bitch ranks among one of my most memorable. That's that's something. (laughs) I'm gonna recap. How far? Did, how far did he live from this bar? This is what I want to know. Well, he like, said there were food a, trucks that are just lined up. Yeah, but I mean, the fact that he's making it sound like this is all while walking at like the same pace, unless he's like, unless it's like, get the food, stop and eat. Get the other food, stop and eat, and then get the other food, stop and eat, like. But making it sound like you're walking the entire time, it's like, are you walking from Macomb to Rockford? Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> All right, let's recap the order. So it's four hot dogs, mm-hmm. a medium Domino's pizza. Yes. Two giant roast beef sandwiches, mm-hmm. a hot ham and cheese sandwich, mm-hmm. and two large curly fries. That's impressive. So this is in the course of, now we got to slow down. We got to we got to factor in speed reduction due to drunkenness sure right and maybe he passed out somewhere and fell asleep for a while so this could be over the course of like seven or eight hours but i really like to know we need more detail like what is the distance between these places were you eating and walking at the same time right. you've got to call up and fill those gaps 708-858-3314 is the number if you want to leave us a voicemail feel free to call the fat phone again 708-858-3314 put that number in your phone so when you have a moment of food glory or food shame you call us and let us know about it right away. 
or food clarity that too that too and if you're looking for clarity when it comes to buying or selling or refinancing a house you should be contacting our friend david hockberg and his people at team hockberg who you know they sponsor the fat phone every week and we greatly appreciate them for that buying selling refinancing it's a tough process it's a confusing process and there's so many steps involved that's why team hockberg is there to make all of the everything involving a mortgage make sense to you and put you in the best position to make money if you're selling be able to save as much money in the buying process if that's what you're doing or to be able to take money out to either do something around the house or you know when life happens just be able to have some extra flexibility and if you're not sure that you want to get involved or maybe you do but you kind of just want to dip your toe in that water saturdays from 10 a.m to 1 p.m on wgn radio in chicago am 720 david's radio show home sweet home chicago was on he gives advice co-hosts give advice guests give advice he answers questions all that stuff so you can kind of get an idea of what team hockberg and david specifically are offering 855-56-david 56david.com to check all of that out and hey what's really nice about them too is they realize it's all about you it's about what's best for you and maximizing everything for you and not necessarily their bottom line because if you're happy you're likely to recommend them as we are because there's so many people that we know that have used team hockberg and really enjoyed their process so 855-56-david 56david.com tell them that you came from us that's where you heard about team hockberg and homeside financial is an equal housing lender nmls 1124061 rick it is time to ask the fats the economy is made up of real people doing real stuff and it affects everything which you obviously know since you're a real person doing real stuff marketplace is here to help you get smart about everything beyond the what of the day's business and economic news we dig into the how and the why with the real people driving our economy. From big tech and interest rates to small businesses and what's happening at the Fed, Marketplace breaks it all down so you don't have to. Listen to Marketplace wherever you get your podcasts. Ask a fat about this and that. It's time to chat with the fans. Ask a Fat this week is brought to you by our friends at Mazda of Orland Park. MazdaofOrlandPark.com. Give Eric a call, 708-444-3200. I drive a 2015 Mazda CX-5. It is the greatest car I've ever owned. I bought it at Mazda of Orland Park from Eric Vates, and I will be a customer for life. Great selection of Mazdas. Go check out their website, what they've got to offer now. You can sort of design your own car there. It's really a great website. But what, what I love most about Mazda of Orland Park is, is the integrity and the service. You go there, you know you're going to get a fair deal. And once you've bought your Mazda, you know the service is going to be top-notch. Every time I leave for just routine maintenance, oil changes, filter changes, whatever, it feels like I drive out of there with a new car because they wash it from head to toe. It's an amazing experience at Mazda of Orland Park. So again, visit them in Orland Park. 708-444-3200 is the number. Ask for Eric and he will get you hooked up with your brand new or gently used Mazda at Mazda of Orland Park. All right, first question here comes from Matt. He says, here's my, tell me you're fat without saying you're fat. When I was 12 or 13 years old, I cut out a picture of a pepperoni pizza from a Domino's pizza menu and put it on my wall in my bedroom. 
That's from Mike that's, and Woodridge. That's really good. That, that's, that's I like that. That's a lot. the essence right there, as we like to say. It's funny because he's fat. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good drop. This is awesome. Man, I, I used to have uh remember the Trapper Keeper? Are you Oh too- yeah. I had I got in trouble at school for this. Cause I thought the Bud Bowl was the coolest thing. Do you remember that? Like where the beer yeah. bottles would play football during the Super Bowl? Mm-hmm. And I used to cut out like Bud Bowl ads and put them in my Trapper Keeper. And they got so mad at my school. You can't have beer. I'm like, I'm not drinking beer. I just think it's a cool thing. So I got in trouble for that. But it's, that's not quite putting a, a Domino's pizza on your wall. I appreciate no. that, Matt. Thank you. I want to know what 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 surrounded it on the wall. Yeah. Is it like, like normal stuff? Is it like a Jordan poster? <laughs> Halle Berry. P- Pamela Anderson soaping her butt cheeks like we all had in college. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, I need a picture of that wall. Eh, maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. Never mind. I was going to never mind. I'm not going there. My first question Good comes restraint. from Steve. O. yeah, rare, a rare instance of it. Your partner has unclaimed leftovers in the fridge. When is it okay to eat them? A day later. I think you give a you give a 24 hour window from when the food was ordered to mm-hmm. when it sat in a fridge. And then beyond that, it's up for grabs. That's how I look at it. Because if it was yeah. really important to you, you would have eaten it right away. Yeah, I think that makes sense because, yeah, you have to give a full cycle of every meal because maybe it was maybe it was dinner on a Sunday night or something like that. And they're like, oh, well, I can have this for lunch on Monday. Mm -hmm. Okay, they should have every ability to do that before you go at it. Now, if it's lunchtime on Tuesday and it's still staring you in the face. I think that's kind of free game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was trying to think when I answered this question, I was trying to look at it from the angle of the person whose food was eaten. Mm-hmm. Like, when would I be right to be upset? And I think, yeah, if I let it sit in there for a whole day, like, like you said, a whole meal cycle, fair game. And especially like with depending on the leftover, a lot of stuff, if you let it go much past one day, mm-hmm. you're really losing integrity there. Definitely. I'm not a big leftover guy. Yeah, not, neither am I. I mean, I usually finish anyway. But well, that's the thing is we don't have to deal with it very often. I just feel like if I order something from somewhere, I'm not like reheating it. I'm not going to do it justice. And I'm going to be right. disappointed that it wasn't the same experience. Yeah, exactly. Like pizza. Sure. Yeah. Pizza's easy. Yeah. Like leftover pizza is almost like a whole different food. Well, I have not mentioned them today and I have to. Rose Angela's uh, their pizza is different cold. It's different reheated and it's different fresh and it's great all three times. By the way, real quick mention, their new dining room opened last week and it looks phenomenal. I shared a post of theirs on uh, the I'm Fat podcast page. I think the fan page actually I shared it on. So go check it out. It looks amazing. I went remember Los Angeles when it was like, a di- like I don't want to say a dive like it was bad, but it was just tiny, a little, a little tiny little place. Now it's grown. It's taken out the two spots next to it. The Los Angeles empire is growing. And it's all because of me. That's not true. It's all because their food is amazing. Anyway. It's all because of it's all because of you because you keep buying food from there. Correct. Lady, he's putting my kids through college. <laughs> I want to know if that's a Bill Oakley line. We got to ask him. All right. This one comes from Eric. And I don't know if we've ever tackled this one, Rick. Maybe we have. He says, guys, do you have any thoughts on raising canes? I know there's a few around the Chicagoland area, but they just opened a new one at Clark and Waveland. So I tried it for the first time. It's no fry the coop, but I thought it was good. Just cheap, high-quality chicken tenders, fries, and their special sauce. 
and a new one should be a good spot for those going going to Cubs games this year. Um, here's the thing. I've had Raising Cane's, and I liked it. But I'm going to need more than one sauce option. Yeah. Like, how about two? <laughs> like, the one they have is kind of a mustardy, barbecue-y kind of, right? Like a... Mm-hmm. How about just a barbecue sauce? Yeah, I, I'm with you. And I mind you, the one time I've been was probably not the most fair to make a definitive judgment because it was like during the opening. So it was crazy. Like there were like yeah, good right, right, 15 right. cars in line, all that kind of thing. And I took it home. I didn't eat it like in the car. And it was maybe a hair too long of a drive. But compared to how other chicken places hold up over like a similar drive, it it didn't. I was like actually legitimately not impressed. And especially like it's also one thing if it's like Culver's where, oh, it's just like one I one of a million things on the menu. But right. this is all they do. And they don't give you options for anything. So if you're going to be that, then it needs to be elite and Maybe it's that much better when I'm just eating it, for, you know, really fresh. But I have a hard time thinking it'll be that much better to where you can justify it being the only thing and having no options for anybody. I need to find I had the same experience as you. I went like right when they opened. It was crazy packed. Um, and we just like ate and rushed out of there. I, and it was, you know, anytime something's brand new, it's not really a fair assessment of the place. Mm -hmm. um i need to try one that's been established for a while so the one in oakland's been there for probably two or three years i'm gonna try that one again and give another fair take because i love chicken tenders i oh, love yeah. them. i love them i just uh you're right like i can't i can get those a lot of places i would rather have the culver's chicken tenders than theirs those are really good from the, from the one experience that i had yep agreed you got one here rick uh yeah i have one more uh from Greg, is there such a thing as a good pepper and egg sandwich? I know it's a Friday in Lent, but I've never had a good one. Um, This is a controversial Chicago topic because it's like, hey, you're from Chicago. You got to have pepper and egg on Friday. I like peppers and I like eggs. I just they're fine, but it's definitely not something I ever crave or miss. Yeah, it's just kind of a and I know you're not a huge breakfast guy, Rick, but yeah i mean it's fine i'd rather if, if it's a friday and lunch just give me fish something give me a fish mm -hmm. sandwich or yeah I, yeah mm, eh, meh. yeah pass uh, same it's it's not worth it i right, got one here from tim he says i wanted to bring to your attention the universal yums snack box this is not an ad by the way this is an email it's a monthly subscription service where you get a box full of savory and sweet snacks from a different country each month my family's been using the service for about a year, and we've gotten snacks from Thailand, Holland, Brazil, and England, to name a few. I, I naturally thought of you guys as I opened up my pulled pork tasty snack from Germany. So that's from Tim. We get universal yums here. My daughter gets them, and she loves it. Like, her and her friend get it, and then they will, well, they used to meet in person and, like, taste everything in person together. Now they do it over FaceTime. Uh, it is a really cool thing. And you do get some weird stuff that you, like, I don't want to eat. That. It sounds gross, but it's cool. Like to see the different snacks from all the different countries. And it's usually Rick, just like, like you said, like salty potato chips, 
Like the ones from Ireland are called Tato. Any Conan okay. O'Brien fans will remember the skit where he went to the Chicago uh, Irish American Heritage uh, Museum and he was joking about the Tatoes. And they're just really good potato chips. But uh, like all the, uh, you know, Thailand and Japan and all, all those snacks are really interesting, different, like the wasabi flavors and everything. And Addie tries all of them. She thinks they're cool. And she's like, oh, I didn't like that. But it's not the end of the world. And I love that because she's being brave about it and mm-hmm. realizing like, if I don't like the taste of this thing, it's okay. I'm not going to die. <laughs> I'm just not going to like it. and I won't have any more. You yeah. know, that's something that I did not have growing up. I was I was afraid of not liking food. Same. But who cares? Right. Like, oh, I didn't like that. Okay. You tried it, though. Right. Yeah. So I, I always wonder about what I missed out on. So, yeah, the Universal Yums snack box is a really cool thing, especially if you've got kids. It's educational. They send a cool like little info sheet every month and uh, just a little box of snacks every month. It's a really cool thing. I, I'm surprised I have not talked about that on here before because it is a really, really cool thing. All right, Rick, we've got two this or that's. You ready? Okay. Mm-hmm. Meatballs or sausage with pasta? Hmm. I lean meatball. That was my girlfriend in college. I lean meatball. <laughs> yeah, she was not cute. She smelled good though. I am going to go with sausage, but you really can't go wrong. Yeah, the other there's no bad answers right. here. And then Jolly Rancher jelly beans versus Starbucks or Starbucks Starburst jelly beans. Starburst. Starburst jelly beans are amazing. Have yes, you had the big ones really yet? Are. Have you had the uh, jumbo no, ones? I, oh. No, I have not. They are just big. They're just bigger. <laughs> it's a jelly bean, but it's bigger. That's what it is, and it's really, really good. Highly, I think Target has them, so they're not too hard to find. Okay. If I find some, I I'll bring them. them. Okay. Oh! I will seek them out. Huh. Dude, we buried the lead. Did our, we? Our friends at Fredo sent us the their dessert oh, cookies. yeah! Which were amazing. We got chocolate chip cookies. I think they're like Oreo cookies. Like Oreo Dude, chocolate those- chip. I don't understand how they made those that good. They're insane. Those were, and then the brownies were awesome. So our friends at Fredo's Culinary Kitchen are starting to make baked goods. And then the biggest thing is this summer, Rick and I will be creating a burger for Fredo's. We're going to have the I'm Fat Podcast burger coming to Fredo's Culinary Kitchen soon. Um, can, can you hit the drop, please? Which one? There's so many. The horn. What else? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm distracted. <laughs> so how mad. did we do? We are bad at our job. We have to edit. <laughs> we really should edit this and move it up in the podcast. Probably follow them on Instagram, by the way, Fredo's pizza, F R A T O S pizza on Instagram. Uh, they're located in Schaumburg, 628 South Roselle road. They're known for their giant cheese sticks. And one day I went there and I'm like, Oh yeah, sure. I'm going to, th- these cheese sticks are giant. So I ordered uh, you know, like a five pack and I had three and I was like, Oh, done yep tapping out tapping out but i'm so excited about this i'm fat podcast cheeseburger my mind is just like spinning about what we're gonna do with it right oh we are gonna have 100 have paralysis by analysis on oh this. my god absolutely and it's I'll, I'll tell you this here's here's a guarantee you might die if you eat it. meat yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes there, there will be meat that could be the name of the burger right also also the movie about the podcast yeah exactly yeah so i i don't i don't know how i forgot to do that but yeah uh thanks to our friends at fredo's for uh 
for thinking of us and doing that and sending us the care package. It was awesome. Rick, tomorrow in your mailbox, uh, it will not be quite as good as the Fratos uh, package, but I will drop off the Southtown for you so you can have your own copy. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm so mad that uh, that I forgot about the uh, about Fredo's two there. A because they're awesome and the, seriously those or I don't understand how the Oreo cookies are that good because I remember being like, okay, I don't know. And then like even the brownies too, because like I didn't eat the brownies like right away when I got them. So even though it's like a nice sealed package, I was a little worried about it still being soft and all that kind of stuff. But man, that is a soft chewy oh such Perfect. a good brownie it was a great brownie and i i want to make sure we're describing these oreos correctly so it's like they made the cookie dough out of oreo cream like out of oreo and cream so it's like a cookies mm-hmm. and cream cookie dough with chocolate chips in it yeah it, it, it's wild so good it was so good so yeah fredo's pizza f-r-a-t-o-s pizza on instagram follow them and you'll see all the great items they have there a uh, cool place because everyone that cooks there is a student, is a culinary student. So you're helping the next generation of chefs get their uh, get their feet wet. So awesome place there. But with that, I think we're done, Rick. I think we've gotten everything. Yeah. I mean, I've actually got to get moving. I'm going to get my first COVID shot. <laughs> Congratulations. That's yes. awesome. I'm very happy for you. So get moving. That's going to do it for this episode of the I'm Fat Podcast. Thank you to our sponsors, Dr. Squatch, Marishka's and Crest Hill, Mazda Orland Park, David Hochberg, and Charlie the Bacon Guy. We'll talk to you next week on the next episode of the I'm Fat Podcast. All right, I think we got a lot accomplished here today.